Warning the following program contains world premieres, certified ball players, incredible interviews, latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. With the third pick in the 2016 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Jalen Brown from the University of California, Berkeley. Perhaps a surprise to some, Jalen Brown averaged nearly 15 points in his lone season for the sturdy Golden Welcome to Licensed to Ball podcast where certified ballers play. And now here's your host, Hip Hop. Welcome to Licensed to Ball, man. We back at it again for another one. I got my boy Looted Kid going to be joining us soon, breaking down some stuff. He has some very interesting point of views about basketball. And kind of be cutting edge on a lot of stuff he do. He see before it happened, and then people start talking about it. He, he's very good, y'all, at putting stuff together and coming up with good content. He's like one of our secret weapons with at Jim right inside. A lot of people don't know. Everybody think I'm solo, but I do have some help behind the background here and there. He has brought, written a lot of articles on there, so he knows a lot about basketball. He's a gym rat like me, so. He's going to be joining the show. We're going to be talking about that Jalen Brown contract. He's back in town. Y'all know that's my man's right there, Jalen Brown. So I'm going to get his money. We got $300 million now. When I see him, I'm going to ask him to pay for my house. You best believe that, y'all. Because it's only like 200000 on it. That ain't nothing to him. He's going to be getting checks like $5 million every two or three months. I'm serious. You think I'm playing. When I see my man's again, I'm going to ask him, Hey, King, you mind playing off my house? It's nothing to you. He asked me what I wanted. I didn't ask for money. I told him I wanted some juice gear. But I'm going to, he signed that $300 million contract. I'm going to ask him to pay for my house. You never know, y'all. You just see, if you, see what he say. And that's what we're going to have on deck. And we're going to talk about Rutgers recruiting. Rutgers basketball, they blowing up. They trying to steal the scene in, in the Big Ten and on the national scene, man. A lot of people talking about Rutgers. They really are. A lot of people talking about it. They're making a lot of buzz, you know. They got a lot of people they head and hunting for, trying to bring in. They brought some real good recruits in. They got Ace Bailey, and they got the kid. I'm losing it while I'm thinking where the kid's from. I know it's EYBL, and it's Bradley Bill Elite. He plays down here in Georgia, actually, at TSF. Oh, Summer. Somerville. Somerville committed to that. That's a big get. I think he's a strong four-year player. At Rutgers, and he gonna really give him. He gonna get Big Ten to business, man. He a Big Ten type player. He from the Illinois area. Really liked Illinois, but Illinois wasn't really recruiting them real big, real bad. You know, they like athletic players. And another thing we are gonna talk about. One main reason why we doing this show, y'all. The main reason why we doing this show is the top ten, regardless of class. I seen it go across my timeline and I seen it and I looked at it, but I didn't really look at it real good. But like I said, my man, little kid from Prospect Central, we were talking about it and I said, you know what? I didn't even see he wasn't even on that. That didn't even make no sense to me. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
So we just kept talking about it. I'm like, man, we got to do a show off this. So I think it's going to be real entertaining what we do. And it's like, it's, it's going to be like we having our own conversation we have on the phone. This, all y'all is going to be in on it. Y'all is going to get to listen to what we talk about and break down what we're going to be talking about. And y'all can see I'm not really in this by myself doing this solo at Jim Rat Insider, you know, on the License the Ball podcast. But I want to thank everybody for joining the show, man, listening and liking and subscribing and all their follows. We're going to get this up and do it more consistent so y'all know we're coming. So for no further delay, man, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and introduce and bring in my man, Alluded kid in from Prospect Central. This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. What's going on, man? Hip hop. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I always like the show. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I listen to my intros, and I think they, to me, I, I think they dope. And I'm, I'm thinking, how did I do that? Because I couldn't even recreate it a second time. Me, some of the stuff like the intro of the show, and then the intro that I have with the guests coming on. I don't think I could. It's like lightning the bottle to me. I don't think I could better do it, do it twice, like that. I don't know. Well, I can't even duplicate it. They say you know a uh, even a broken clock tells the right time towards the day. So stumbled in something good. Mm-hmm. Keep it that way. Trying to do my little RZA impersonation because you know I'm a Wu head. <laughs> Wu Tang Clan ain't not tough. That's right. Well, you already know. Mm-hmm. Right on, on the East Coast. Yep. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. What it is? I mean, I mean, summers are always crazy for basketball. There's just so much information and tournaments and camps and international games, and now with girls basketball too is really catching on. So it's just basketball twenty four seven. So I'm loving it. This is a topic for another day, but I know you see it, and I see it. And it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of people pissed in basketball world in the next five years or less. Less. There's a lot of people pushing towards this because they on the outside in. But big fish, about big bank. I don't want to say no. Big bank take little bank. People don't see what's going I mean, on. NBA is about to start a academy. They about to start taking these oh, yeah. kids in ninth grade and put them in an NBA academy and they don't have to fight for them anymore and get them trained up and get them ready for the league and protect their investment. I see it. I see it coming because the not to get into where we a lot of stuff we we're not going to talk about for another show, but overtime elite, what big baller did with, with that and then the NIL with that and then kids starting to think about going overseas and playing now too so i mean you're absolutely right and uh 
some type of rules eventually you would think but right now it's absolutely crazy the amount of money that's being tossed around and basically yeah high school is obsolete now if you're a big time baller 14 years old you don't even have to go to high school anymore you can get paid a hundred thousand dollars to play basketball a year for overtime elite and then go play professional i'm all for that you know they do have i'm not you know certain about the specifics like classes that overtime elite to like you know i mean it's an education is a little overrated people say oh you go to college you get an education yeah that's a little overrated but at the same time school does teach you some life lessons that you should probably learn so i would hope they have some type of academic discipline one of the more things but who knows like it is crazy it's you know not even five years it's already happening right people don't even realize so Yep. And they're going to take the power out of AAU. And I kind of like that because AU coaches, AU coaches have ruined the game. They ruined the player because I took some time off and a little bit of time I, I took off with my kid. I didn't like it. When I came back, I didn't like it. I didn't like how I was being treated as a media person trying to cover their kids and get their kids props. And they, 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 they gas their kids' heads up, man. They really do. They gas their kids' heads up. And I mean, of course, AAU, high school basketball, they, you know, these kids, uh, it's a whole different element now, right? You could be rich and famous before you even hit puberty. So it's, uh, it's crazy. But hey, I'm all for it if, if, if they can ball. Like, I'm, I'm on merit basketball. Like, first, first things first, like, you get basketball player, then all that other stuff, your social media stuff, that's fine. Do whatever you want. But if you ain't a good hooper and still doing the social media, then you got to get your priorities right and get in the gym. Because yeah, it it's one thing to have a lot of followings, but if you don't have a game to back that up, that'll eventually come out. Yep. So we'll, let's dive into, let's go and get the first thing. We got this top 10 regardless of class, you know, they got going on. Let's break this list right. down. What's the first thing jump out to you looking at this list? All right. Well, for, for, let's uh, tell the viewers uh, what the list contained. First, it was from a uh, website, ON3, right? To do the NIL um, rankings and whatnot. It's a pretty good site. But the three, so I saw the list, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, one through 10. First player, AJ Dibansa, class of 2026. He's from Massachusetts. He's good. He's legit. Number two, Cooper Flagg. Number three, Cam Boozer. Number four, Tyran Stokes. Number five, Darren Peterson. Number six, your boy Caleb Wilson out of Georgia. Number seven, Dylan Harper. We'll talk about him in a minute. Number eight, Malik Thomas, class of 2025. Big boy, number nine, Jaden Quaintance. And rounding in the top ten, Trey Johnson. So, good list. And it's all right. But what I noticed right away... No Ace Bailey. And if they don't have Ace Bailey in a top 10 regards of the class, it's like you got to throw the list out. And so I was a little perturbed by that because these guys obviously know hoops. How do you not have Ace Bailey top 10? This guy is, could be playing the NBA right now. He could average 10 points easily. So it was a little disappointing. I think they get... I was going to say real quick that um, so AJ Debansa, he's he's super dope. I wrote a a class of 2026 freshman watch list last year. 
I had him ranked number one for sure. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Um, but I would have Cooper Flag as the top person regardless of class. I know you you like Cooper not as much as me, but I mean, he is he's legit, right? So I would have him, and then maybe AJ, and then Cam Boozer. Everyone loves Cam Boozer, right? You yep. like Cam? Mm-hmm, I sure do. He's uh, six ten, pushing six ten. Like he's basically like a uh, a poor man's version of Paulo Bancaro right now. And Paulo's dope. He just won NBA Rookie of the Year, so that's a good comparison. All right, number four though, Tyran Stokes. Uh, he's the only other class of twenty twenty six rising sophomore. He shouldn't be on the list. Uh, uh, yeah, he's a little suspect. I don't mind him on the list, but number four is a little high. No, nah, he shouldn't he, be on the list. He's, He's, he's the youngest one. I, well, actually, him and Cam Booster are. No, he's a little younger than Cam, but they're kind of the same age. Yeah, he, he's good, though. He's going to be a good player. But, yeah, I don't know if he should be on the list. Number five, Darren Peterson. I fell in love with his game. I mean, he, he's he's always been good, but watching him this past couple weeks, he's really started to take his game to another level, playing AU ball. He just does whatever he wants on the court. Super quick, super athletic, can shoot it. I mean, he's going to be really good. And he's a point guard. can definitely pass the rock. He's going to be really, really good. And then number six, you tell me about Caleb Wilson. Why is he so dope? Me and I had a conversation, and y'all could go back and listen to the listeners. That, that's on audio. It's not on video. But he joined the show, and I uh, I interviewed him. And it's around this time last year, actually. It's in July. So July episode, I think it was the... So it was way before he... Because he, you know, he wasn't. Yeah, I like to be nah, the first one, or one of the first ones, realize somebody's dope. So it was the three SSB national tournament, and I talked to him in the gym, and I said, "You know what?" I said, "I know who you play like." He said, "Who would I play like?" I said, "You play like a younger, more more modern day version of Scottie Pippen." That's what I told him. Oof. He Ouch. said, "He nice. said, oh, okay, all right." So young kids say that, you know, they never heard of the heard of the player. Yeah. Oh, they not the only real way, way you know Scotty Pippen right now is because uh, Michael Jordan's son is dating his ex wife. So that's the reason why he's always in the news right now. So. Yeah, <laughs> but let me tell you about this kid. So the next couple of days, he comes on the podcast, and he did his homework. And I brought it up again, and he had stuff that he had con- material. I want to say not content. He had material to talk about. He was taught by Scotty Pippen. And he was spitting all stuff about Scotty Pippen. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what type of kid he is. He went back and researched what I said. And he said he he said he didn't realize how big of a compliment that was to learn Scotty Pippen's game by going online and figuring it out and reading and watching some videos. He didn't know Scotty Pippen was that good. Yeah. A lot of NBA scouts didn't either because uh, Gary Krause definitely, uh, that was probably his finest draft pick ever, the Bulls GM, Jerry Krause. Also, Scottie Pippen, though, he was six feet when he entered college. He was drafted at 6'7". He grew seven inches after he was, when he was, after he was 19. That's crazy. Yep. Changed his life, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> seven, Dennis, Dennis Rodman, too, the same type of growth spurt. I'm going to tell you something else 
about this list is uh, crazy to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm was, I was sitting there listening to you talk and I'm watching it and I'm like thinking is somebody else missing? And I know why I figure out why the list is why the list like it is. I know exactly why it's like mm -hmm. it is now. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why the list is like why it is. This guy doesn't go to the Adidas league. It's true. That's the number one reason why this list like it is. He's Mostly missing got, out on a lot of things. Mostly Nike people. Yeah, if you're not in the Nike League, some people actually believe you can't play, which is the most foolish, ignorant thing I've ever heard because Jalen Brown in the modern-day time is the perfect example for that. So I'm going to pop that and put this list back up again. And I'm just looking and looking, and i seen uh, Tyrone Stokes. I like the kid. I like his mother. I like him. They cool. He don't. He shouldn't be on this list. He's He has deficiencies in his game. Who should replace him on who should be replaced on this list is Tyrone Stokes for sure. And he should be replaced with Ace Bailey. Oh, I mean, Ace Bailey got to be on the list. I would uh, take off before I would take off Tyrone Stokes. I would maybe take off uh, Malik Thomas, maybe. Okay. Or Jaden Queen. Jaden, okay, I'm going I'm to tell you. Okay, for so I haven't seen. You said Jaden Quinn. Okay, that's Jaden Quaintance. Yeah, yeah, that's number He's, nine. Um, class of twenty twenty five. I never seen him play for twenty twenty four. I'm gonna tell you this now. I mean, and you agree if you if you say he should come off the list, I'm gonna tell you this now. It don't matter what order, cause it doesn't matter. But I do know this: what I have seen. Caleb Hope is a way better player than Tyrone Stokes. Caleb Hope is I mean, called the golden child for a reason. The kid, I mean, the kid is you gotta tell, you gotta freaking tell the ridiculous. The rising sophomore out of Alabama, that's 2026. Caleb Hope. Yeah, um, he's dope. And I, I, I watched him win a gold medal with the under 16. Team this summer with Karen Stokes as well. They both balled out. But Caleb is really, really good, really athletic. Yeah, he's in the uh, in my class of 2026 um, freshman watch list. I said basically it's NBA or bust. You hate to say that about a 14 year old kid. He was 14 at the time. He's 15 right now though. But yeah, it's NBA or bust for that kid, and he'll, he'll be in the NBA for sure. He he. I don't think he should be on the list though. But I mean. Maybe. The only reason why I would take off Jaden is because the NBA game is, you know, low post players aren't, you know, the big thing anymore, right? Jaden's kind of a low post player. I mean, he's good. He's, he's pretty quick feet, but he, he can't stretch the floor like some other players. I mean, it's all about floor spacing. I concur. Yeah, I overall, concur. this is not too, too bad. I mean, there's, you know, well, basically, you can never really tell. I mean, there, there's definitely guarantees. AJ Dabanta, Cooper Flag, Cam Boozer, Darren Peterson, those four for sure are going to be really good. Not just in in the NBA, they're going to be good NBA players. You can you can you can bank that. All the other players might make it to the NBA, and they might even be good. But 
I would bet my my house on those four players being really good. I already said in a tweet two years ago that uh, Cooper Flagg is going to win NBA Defensive Player of the Year one time. So you can mark that down, right? I feel you. His defense, he's the best defensive player in high school. So I will replace four and nine with Ace Bailey and Caleb Hope. One of them plays on the independent circuit that they don't go watch the kid play at all. And then they don't have resources to ask people who know what they're talking about if they're not there to help them out with this list. Like, it's kind of funny because I invited the guy on to the part, tipping or tupping. I invited him on to this yeah. podcast and he said he would come on, but he never came on. Uh, he, he basically ghosts me, which is okay. He's big time and you no, know, he got hundreds of hundred thousand to follow, whatever. But I'm a resource for telling him that, hey, Ace Bailey on that list. Ace Bailey, I think it's the number one player in the 2024 class. He just don't play on the Nike circuit, so they don't give him the props. I even I even think if you say Ace Bailey and Caleb Hope, say you take you take Ace Bailey on there, but Definitely. you don't take Caleb Hope. I might, I might just Caleb's really but, young. But right? no, hear me it's out. But hear me out. Bryson Tiller don't deserve yeah. to be on his list now. He's better I than mean, Tyrone Stokes than me. Yeah, he's he's better than Tyrone Stokes for sure. But he's on the he's know, getting he buzz and he's in the EYBL league and they promoting him. That's what's going on here. He's, also, he's an overtime elite though, right? So he's kind of like maybe not seen as much. Also, you can never rule out politics with this stuff, right? Like yes. people have emotions. Sometimes beef with certain people, right? They do certain things for certain reasons. That's why these rank rankings and all that stuff you just got to take with a grain of salt. Yeah. The elephant in the room is Nike. They pay money for their players to be promoted. They want to protect their investment. Yeah. We're just going to tell the truth and shame the devil. That's what we're going to do. All right. So, I mean, right now, Nike has the best the best league for sure. They, they got the most money. That could change eventually, but it's definitely Nike right now. Yep. So, when we get back from break, we're going to go ahead and talk about that Rutgers basketball team, man. What kind of noise they're making when we get back from break, y'all. This is Caleb Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington, head coach at Pellbrook Hosco. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast license to ball where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch the dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet. Keep rocking with license to ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. Welcome back from break. We've got that Rutgers basketball. How they make a noise nationwide. Just really doing some headways, man. McKnight, assistant head coach over there, doing some big things with coach over there. Get some recruits in there, man. So, Lou, let's break down this yes, Rutgers basketball, man. What's your, fir what's your first thing come to your mind, your first take on this Rutgers basketball? Well, that's why uh, I didn't that in the first place, right? Because I asked you, I was like, how does Ace Bailey commit to Rutgers? Of all places. He's in Georgia. He's in your neck of the woods. 
First of all, Rutgers is not a big time program, and it's in New Jersey. So yeah. you were like, you were like, money, money, money. Yes, sir. So that's where we got talking about. Like, so I was like, how much do you think he's going to pull in from to go to Rutgers? And we both came to the conclusion that it's at least a million dollars for sure. Yep. It's got to be, right? Yep. I mean, he yep. has a, suppose he has a valuation. Ace has a, a valuation of, on the NIL valuation of 534000 whatever the hell that means. So I'm not sure these numbers. They just throw these numbers around, but. Ace has the game to back it up, right? His social media following is all right, I guess. What he's got 24,000 people on um, Instagram, which is not that many, you know, it's kind of a lot. And then only 2.2 on Twitter, 2.2, 2,000. So that's not a lot. So that tells me that his game is for real. That's why he's worth that money, not because of his social media following. So, yeah, so he's going to Rutgers and then maybe. Ron Harper's son. But, uh, a lot of people have him. Dylan Harper, number one, class of 2024. He's looking like he might go to Rutgers. That would be crazy. Rutgers would have the number one class in the country if that happens. Yep. Let's talk about Dylan so, Harper a little bit. Uh, I always loved Ron Harper because growing up, Watching Ron Harper dunk. Ron Harper can get get before Ron Harper was on the Bulls and helped them win those championships as an older player. He was an integral part on those teams. But as a younger player, that dude had swag, man. He could he could fly. So I always loved Ron Harper. And then Ron Harper Jr., his son, went for Rutgers. And then there's Dylan Harper. Jeans, man. Jeans are very important in basketball. We always talked about that. But yeah, Dylan mm-hmm. Harper's a baller, man. He could pass the rock, he could dribble, he could shoot. Overrated. Because I don't think he's the number one player in the class either. Like you. I think Ace is the number one player in the class. What I see. So, but he's good. He's good. And Dylan Harper. And there's no knock on him. Hey, if my son able to do the same thing, it's a blessing. He's very trained and very skilled up and, and trained up. His players like him right now is playing on a travel team that nobody never heard about with his same size and the same ability he had. But the difference is he has a NBA ex father that he can lean on and it maximize his talent, which is not a knock on him. I don't see him being a stand out, knocked out pro number one reason pros are based on super athleticism, especially at the guard position. And he's not, yeah. Super athletic. He is not very explosive. He has he don't have a quick first step. Not yeah, saying he won't play in the league. Not saying he won't be good in the league. But he's not gonna be the player that they saying he is now. And they only four hundred and like twenty players, so it's hard to get there. And he kinda mind I'll put him in the in the category, the Io the sumo category where this kid's not gonna wow you or like that, but he's gonna be a pro. And he's gonna contribute. That's that's not bad considering Io DeSumo signed a uh, thirty million dollar contract. Nice job, Io. That's what's up. But uh, I agree with you, with Dylan. I concur with that. I mean, never really know. Like he might take his game to another level. He might just start just living in the gym. Like these kids are super young, so he might 
his body could develop more. But yeah, he's if he can if he could tighten up his jump shot, he's got a nice jump shot, but it can be a little inconsistent. If he can get a little more consistent, I think he could he could flash in the league. He he could pop. His dad was but, a beast in the league. His dad was a super athletic. His dad, dad was a monster. I know he was. Everybody and forget about that. That was, that was different. Not the Ron Harper play with the Bulls. I'm talking about the Ron Harper play no. with the Clippers. Well, that no, dude was a beast. The Ron Harper play with, with the Cavs. There too. He was a beast was, there too. Yeah, and he was in those dunk contests when Spud Webb won his dunk contest. He, he messed up his that knee. That's what got him messed up. He messed up his knee, man. But his son could be better than him. But then again, and that would be that would be a good career if Ron if if Dylan Harper. Is better than Ron Harper. That's a good career. Ron Harper had a great career. That's hard to do. Because Ron Harper was good. That's hard to do. That's not I know, easy. Ron was really good. <laughs> yeah. That's not easy. Now, no, it's not. I to, would, the, to, the, to the untrained eye, though, people would be like, Ron Harper, he's never an all star. You know, he's not that great. No, Ron Harper. They forget because he'd been around and it'd been so long ago. He was good on the Bulls when he was. Being decrepit as an athlete, I'm not decrepit in life, but as an athlete, he was good on the Bulls. Yeah, no, super clutch, smart. Yep. Oh yeah. man, But one thing I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get with this back on Ace Bailey. Ace Bailey is gonna be the player in the league that they think Dylan Harper is gonna be. I really believe. Well, that. as far as yeah, as far as like. Their games are different. Ace is way bigger, way more athletic. But yeah, I think Ace is going to be the better. Pro. Ace got a more of a pro game. Dylan Harper has sure. more of a, and it's like most people are not going to understand what I'm saying, so I'm going to try to clarify this. But Dylan Harper has more of a universal basketball game. NBA um, newsflash to everybody who's listening and don't know this: NBA basketball is NBA basketball. It's not. It's not really traditional basketball. It's damn good, and I like watching it. Don't get me wrong with it, but it's not traditional basketball. NBA basketball, a lot of rules are designed for, what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Enhance your athleticism. Make it more entertaining. Make, exactly. make the game, yeah, to make the game more entertaining. But Dylan has a universal game where he could go anywhere in the world and play with the rules are being different because – he just got a universal basketball right. like game. He might, he might, he might be better in Europe, right? They say. They oh, he a kill. Like, you know. He, I mean, he a really, he a right. really, I mean, he a he a, he a kill more, in Europe. The more that would be more suited to him because it's less athleticism, right? More, more skill. He's a skilled player. So, and you know, they say, I don't, you know, I don't know, right? Like Luka Doncic says, uh, it's way easier scoring the NBA. Like a lot, a lot of players say that. Who knows? I, you know, I find that hard to believe, but I believe it. Because how the rules are. But I'm not saying Ace can't go somewhere else and play either, but I'm just saying in the NBA, you got to have a certain type of game. Being in, it, That's why you see a lot of college players that are real good in college just don't pan out in the league because how the league is structured, if you don't have that, that certain kind of it, it don't make you not a bad basketball player. That's why you go somewhere else and make so much money. There's just so many players, dude. It's just so there's so many players out there. It's hard to make a team, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's like in the average height of an NBA player, size matters. I always say this: the average height of an NBA player is six seven, right? So 
Dylan mm-hmm. Hunt, he's got a nice size for guard. He's 6'5". But, I mean, now now they, they used to like the guards, right? Every It's always getting bigger. The guard positions are getting bigger. The center positions are getting smaller. They're taking the centers out of the game. And now they want they want bigger guards, right? It used to be, ah, oh, he's a 6'3 guard. But then uh, then Lamelo comes around. Lamelo's 6'7". All these guards, guards are 6'7 now, right? They got a, a Halliburton. On the Pacers, six six, big guards, big guards. So like six five now, like oh, it's not that big. But yeah, six five is big for a point guard. But he's still two inches shorter than the average NBA size. And like you said, is athleticism not the most athletic player? So yeah, I could see him slipping. Yep. But as far as Ace, though, Ace is super athletic, super long. And, then, and we get these scouts drooling is, is oh, he can cover every position. And he can, right? He can move his feet, cover the perimeter, he can cover down low. He's got to get a little stronger. His frame will fill out. Yeah, he can basically cover one or two, two through five. It would be a tough cover to cover a point guard, but he could definitely get out on the perimeter, move his feet. All right. so that, and that's how these players make the league, right? You got to put. If you can play defense, you can make the league because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of players that can score. Not a lot of players play good. Gotcha. Not gonna say the best for last now, man. Gonna say the best for last. Your boy. Uh, we got up Jalen Brown. This guy is potentially gonna sign the biggest contract in history. Somebody gonna come back behind him. Oh, and, someone will come back behind him. And of course. do this. But. First, Shohei Otani's about to sign a $600 million contract in baseball. So, I mean, baseball's on another level. But, yeah, he's even about to sign the biggest contract in NBA history. And good for him. Yeah. Good for Jalen Brown. Even though you don't want him to, to play for the Celtics. Who do you want him to play for? Man, I want him to play for the. Uh, that's a great question. I was going back and forth. I don't think he, I, I'd like to see him in Atlanta, but I don't think him and Trey Young could go because this. So, but I think the perfect fit for him is San Antonio. Wow. You're right. That'd be him and Vic, Victor. Yeah. I think he'd be good in San Antonio. They have the money too. They have the cap space. Yeah, they do. I really think it'd be good, but Jalen Brown gonna be really worth his money now because before this contract's over with, NBA gonna have expansion, and these teams gonna be thinning out on talent because they gotta spread the wealth around. And I really think he's gonna really eat and show his worth. I'm he's like, not even the biggest fan. How old is he? He's what is he? Twenty five. Twenty six, twenty five. Right? He, he got to be twenty six. He got to be twenty six. He been in the league for eight years, right? Uh, he got to be twenty six. Yeah. yeah, he got. He, yeah. he, he got to be twenty six. That man, I mean. Yeah, no, he. Uh, yeah, he's twenty six. Lost my man. I don't know what I was thinking. Think about the wrong thing. I think we lost Lou. 
Got to bring him back in. Hello. Yeah, we lost we lost you, man. Sorry about that. Hit the wrong button. Contract. It's all good. No, yeah, he's twenty six. He's been in the league seven years. Um, listen, is he worth three hundred million dollars? No, he's not the best player in the NBA, right? We love Jalen mm-hmm. Brown, but he's not the best player in the NBA. And the best player in the NBA should make the most money, right? But mm-hmm. he's definitely going to be worth the money because they got to they got to spend the money, right? Uh huh. So, and he's he's a damn good player. He's not even in his prime yet, right? Players start hitting their prime when they're 27. He's not even 27 yet. He had a tough playoffs, right? People were getting on him. He had a lot of turnovers. He did. Looked like he couldn't dribble. <laughs> but Jalen Brown's awesome. We we love Jalen. You uh, our first one of our first things together was the super sophomore camp. Clay Dade, right? Mm-hmm. Jalen Jalen Brown was there. Killing it as a sophomore in high school. You watch you watched him in eighth grade, didn't you? I met him in that grade. He came to my camp. He came to my, my combine. And he was one of the – he's an above-average player. He had some players better than him there. He was good. How tall was he around at the time? He was 6'2", six 6'3". Six and I got some – I got some – I got some bangers. I got him because I had a profile – room where all the players came in that room and I recorded them and talked to them in interview and had them say, say stuff. And so that's when I got to really know the players at my camp. And um, I didn't know who he was from Adam. And I shot, he was at my all-star, my middle school all-star game as well. I had a middle school all-star game where I had to have Pat on the show so he could refresh my memory. But in my middle school all-star game, every single one of them went to Division One in the all-star game. And some of them was in the pros. I shot it. I think it might be online. It might be online. But these guys was good. I, was, I don't think I've seen a middle school all-star game like that in Georgia since I did that. That's saying something too, considering Georgia always has some killer, some killer talent. Yep. It was it was real good. They had Daniel Gibbons there, um, Will Jackson was there. There's names and Jalen was there. Yeah. I didn't know Jalen was there. Jalen was there. He played in the game. I didn't know he was there. I recorded the game and I sold DVDs. I sold DVDs to the parents and his mother brought one. I didn't know that as Jalen's mom. And something happened to the DVD because then he was at my my combine the next following week and uh, Michelle tapped me on the shoulder at the time. I didn't know it was Michelle. I didn't know who she was, but Michelle tapped me on the shoulder and said, Hey, uh, you the video guy who did that all-star game. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, what's up? She go, well, my DVD don't work. I saw her. I give you another <laughs> one. So I gave her another one. Didn't know who her son was at the time. And then we had all the kids come in there at the, this was a, and we had an all-star game there, too, if I'm not mistaken, at the Combine. The last day we had an all-star game. We had a high school all-star game. You can find that on Jim Ryan's side as well, too. So I brought all the kids in, and I'm talking to them. And I go, hey, man, um, what, what's your name? Because I didn't know his name. I'm trying to learn the players, and they going to high school next year. So I'm Jalen Brown. I said, oh, okay, that's what's up. And I go, where are you going to school at, by the way? 
So I'm gonna be going to Wheeler and my mouth dropped because Wheeler already had a, a nice squad already. I said, you going to Wheeler? I was like, sweet, that's dope. He's like, why you why you say that? I said, I be at Wheeler all the time already. I cover a lot of a lot of Wheeler basketball stuff already. You're gonna be over it. I'm already over it all, all the time. So I see you it all the time. So I shot that and then I'm gonna tell you a little bit another story. I got a lot of Jalen Brown stories and I can't remember them too. I remember them. So he over at Wheeler and they had the kid named Kiwan Johnson was a number one player in his class. Yeah, yeah I remember Kiwan. I remember Kiwan. Yeah. And Kiwan started. Jalen Brown came off the bench. So it was about 15 games into the season. And I said, first thing I said, I said, Jalen is better than him. Then I talked to somebody yeah. I respected, and I said, uh, I think, first, no, first I kept it to myself because when you make a strong statement like that and you knock a number one player down for another player that Yeah, well, you got to tell the viewers real quick. You got to tell the viewers or the listeners real quick about Kiwan. Yeah, Kiwan was, because he was so big, right? This is class of 20, 2015. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Kiwan was a well-known player in sixth grade because he was the same size, basically, from sixth grade on. So yep. he never grew again. Yep. He was just always, and so now was, he was kind of like um, Shea Khan, right? You remember Shea Khan? To kill Cotton? Shea Khan, Shea Khan out of Cal- California. Oh, okay. My fault. But high, high player, number number one, but yeah. Didn't Kiwan Johnson play at Rutgers? For a hot minute? For a, right. a, a, yeah. sem- a semester right. or two, then he, he got about it? Yeah. Yeah, he's at Rutgers. Yeah. That's crazy. Camp comes full circle. Look at that. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the number one player when he committed to Rutgers. Though. No, he wasn't. Like he, he, fell, mm-hmm. he fell off in the ring. I don't know how I remember all these things. I, that's what I'm saying. I remember my own association. So, for the longest, I kept it inside, and I just knew Jalen Brown was better than Kiwan Johnson. But I didn't want to say that. So, when I, I had the confidence up, because I this one, say you say 20, 2015, so this was... He graduated in 24, so this around 2011. So I've only been doing this for four years. I'm still figuring this out in this maze. I'm still learning how to evaluate players. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm I'm not going to put this out on social media. I'm like a fool. Right, I don't right, know, right. I don't, I'm still learning. So I said one guy I really respected, and I was like, I ain't say it with no confidence. I ain't say it with my chest. I said, hey, man, I think Jalen – Manicure. Hell yeah, he is. Yeah, he better than him. I said, oh, thank you. Yes. I thought, I said, thank you. Somebody see what I see. I'm like, oh, okay. Dope. Then I said, uh, I, then I go to G, the general who that runs Game Elite. At the time, it was worldwide. I go, man, why? Jalen coming off the bench. So I don't know, man. I've been telling the coach the whole time he'd be starting. So, mm. Kiwan got in a little off-the-court trouble at school. I think he had a run-in. I don't want to yeah. slander, but he had a run-in with a administrator or a teacher, some other faculty, without, without end up remembering. So, he got, he got suspended. And Jalen had to start. And the, the rest was history. Then look back, and he played varsity like, uh, for the rest of the Tom Brady coming in for Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, word up, word up. Because most time in, in Wheeler, 
they don't believe in starting freshmen. Yeah. They did try their best not to start freshmen. And he started ever since then. Simeon was like that too, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But it kind of changed over the years. Yeah, it's definitely changed now for sure. On that, but yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of Jalen Brown stories. I mean, I mean, um, it's the weirdest thing. Out of all the players I have covered, I didn't realize me and him was the closest when he was doing this, and a lot of people knew me from that. And I was so close to Jalen Brown. It's so hilarious. His whole family came up to me at his graduation party. They came up one at a time. Someone came up two at a time, and they go, "He's um graduating now." So now what are you going to be doing with your life when he, since he's going off to college, what you going to be doing? So at first I was kind of offended. I'm like, what? I said, Oh, I say mm-hmm. just, they know me from covering a, a relative. And so I said, uh, I'm going to be doing what I've been doing. I said, what's that? I said, covering basketball. And they go, you been, you covered basketball before Jalen? So yeah. Said, oh, okay. I thought I was retiring when he going off to college. Yeah, it's funny. No. Yeah, Cal, he was only there one year, and then boom, third pick in the draft. Rest is history. Yeah, but we've been on the Jalen bandwagon for a minute. 300 mil. I'm his biggest fan, gonna but I'm so busy. They're, they're gonna win. It, it, if he stays in Boston, they'll, they'll win a championship. I, I fully believe they'll win a championship. I didn't know too. Because I like Jason Tatum. You, 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 think he's a, you think Jason Tatum's a little overrated, but I like Jason I think he's, he's perfectly rated star. for how I rate him. I think he ain't overrated for how I rate him. He's overrated <laughs> how they rate him. him. Yeah, I'm a big Jason Tatum fan. I don't want to act like I don't want people to think I don't like Jason Taylor. I love Jason Taylor. I don't like the the I don't like the ranking they have on him on the rating they have on. And the they, they, biggest they put reason him a little high because he's six ten. So they give him a lot of slack because he's six ten doing what he's doing. Which is very oppressive. Don't get me wrong. He gets a, he get a lot of slack get cut because he's six ten and what he does, and he has the marketability look for the um, corporate America. So I'm not I'm I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. There's nothing wrong with him. He's got the game to back it up though. He's he's good. He fought. He, you know, he can definitely miss shots at inappropriate times, and he he's he's become a much better passer. He used to you know be a little bit of a ball hog. But yeah, he's, he's developing over the years. He is developing over he's, the years. He's younger. He's younger than Jalen Brown, right? Mm-mm, so same that's what age. I'm saying. Not the same age. No, he's a year younger. No, he's a year younger. No, he got 25. his dad kept him back a year. He can't. They're in different classes, but they're the same age. They might. I think they six months apart in age. Uh. No, he's 25, dude. And Jalen, 26? Yep. Mm-hmm. They about six months apart. Jalen's birthday, October 24th, 1996. And Jalen and uh, Jason Tatum's is March 3rd, 1998. Uh, oh, 98? Yeah. Okay, so March two 3rd, years. 1998. So about a year and a half. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Jason's super young, dude. He's 25, bro. I like him. Don't get me wrong. I like him. And I and I see what you're saying to a degree. So I get it. 
And but I think it's gonna work out, right? Jay, you know, Jalen Brown is a super smart dude, and he's I don't want to say sensitive, but he you know he hears a, he hears what people say. And if he signs his contract, three hundred million, he'll feel appreciated. He'll feel like because right now I'm sure he feels like you know Jason Tatum it gets more of the the love, right? But if Jalen signs a three hundred million dollar contract, I mean money talks, BS walks. So he'll definitely feel appreciated, mm-hmm. and I think that that'll definitely help their relationship. Because I don't think I don't think Jason's a real cool, nice dude. He's not gonna feel jealous about this, right? He's making money. He'll, he'll his next contract's gonna be effing huge, right? So mm-hmm. he's he's not gonna be jealous about this. He's gonna be t- super happy for Jalen, and that'll only help their uh, on-court chemistry. Yep. So we're gonna be wrapping it up, man. We you know we got the gift of gab, and we own that. As y'all can see, been talking for almost 50 minutes, getting this in, talking, about getting this work in. So, man, you got any like closing remarks? Anything you want to say? I'll be getting up out of here. Well, just want to say uh, I'll be interested to see the direction that high school basketball takes because the money that's being thrown around for players with overtime elite. Like we said before, high school could become obsolete, right? They're signing 14-year-olds to $100,000 contracts. That means they're not going to be playing high school basketball. So it's just, I don't know what's going to happen. The future is going to be pretty interesting. So I look forward to seeing what's popping in the basketball world. I feel you, man. I mean, you want to tell the viewers how they can find your, your information, your website? Prospect Central. Check it out. I like to uh, bring readers to players that haven't blown up yet, obviously, but will potentially be a big time recruits down the line. So check it out. Thanks for having me on Hip Hop. I appreciate it. It was a great show, man. No, man, I appreciate you, man. You made the show great, man. Just, I got the gift of gas. I just need somebody to talk to. And the rest is history. I think I just hit record, make sure we hit record, and it's good, really. On that man, I'm still trying to get this this podcasting streaming down to a science, all the technology, man, a lot of stuff. So a lot of stuff to put into this. I spent a little bit more on technology, so now it's a little bit easier doing it while I having to do so much editing. Like what I'm doing right now, when I put this up, I really don't have to do too much at all now. With new technology. Back in the day, we used to do this, man. You just take me do one licensed ball show. It used to take me about five days, man. <laughs> but Technology is improved. Yeah. Now it's going to take me an hour. All right. Well, I look forward to another show. More content. Yep. You you know you're. Right, not, I'm not ashamed to say it, man. You don't want to come up with, on a lot of the shows. You come up with a lot of the direction where the show going to be going. Because uh, you see a basketball in a different light that I know me um, don't see it in, or, or I, I ain't thought about it yet. And then when you say it, like, oh yeah, 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 that makes sense. But it's all good, man. But appreciate mean, you all, man. It's all good. I appreciate you, man. You do a good job for sure. You're there in the gym. Despite despite the haters talking reckless at times. Mm-hmm. It's gotta, you know, it's all about the love of the game, man. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Yeah, they gave me the cold shoulder nowadays, man. I'm putting in the most work. They gave me the cold shoulder. But it's all good, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you next time, man. Peace. Our hip hop. Peace. All right.
Yeah, everybody, I want to thank y'all for being on the show, man. I mean, listen to the show, however you're listening to it. If you're watching on video or you listen on audio, man, our loyal listeners, I appreciate it. We need to grow this, retweet this, tell a friend, tell a friend, share this with people. Man, I want to thank everybody for doing this, and I want to thank Lou from Prospect Central from coming on here and putting in some work and giving y'all that work and the information, man. So he adds a different prospect. Um, not a prospect. I'm thinking about his website, Prospect Central. A different view and look on these things on, on basketball where the voice needed to be heard. And the guy, I mean, he really a um, basketball savant, man. He basketball genius to me, really, in a lot of ways, man, and really how you see stuff and put things together. And he's excellent, excellent writer. Should I say, I got tongue tied right there for a second. When you're doing, when you're producing the show and you're doing all this stuff, you got all these buttons behind you. Sometimes you forget and you be trying to think about stuff you're saying, but more shows coming. We got camp season coming up. So we're going to do a lot of camps. We're going to have a lot of interviews and updates on recruits coming up on the show too, as well on this podcast. Got something, something going on. I got something on the five deadly venom mixtape that I've been wanting to do since right around Jalen Brown was playing when I want to do the five deadly venom and a lot of y'all youngsters probably don't know what that is once we do this it's gonna probably open up and shed some light it's an old kung fu movie and we're gonna do the elite five best players in the country it's gonna be the five deadly venom mixtape I'm working on that now I just got done with Ace Bailey's part of that so I just let a little trick out the bag who won the five deadly venom ace bailey's one of them must be best believe that dude's for real he gotta be so he's gonna be one out of the five got the special technique got the special sauce really getting it in man so we're gonna do we're gonna do it right and do it some justice some other four you could kind of figure out who they gonna be to a certain extent you, you might be you might not figure out but it's going to be hot when you finish doing it. The concept is going to be real dope. And putting this back out here again, stuff like that. I just can't wait to do dope stuff like this again. Because when you do it like this, when you see somebody copy what you're doing, that's when I know I'm back yet. Nobody has copied my video videos yet that I have seen. So I haven't did a good video yet. I'm a trend set on, on, on mixtape. So when I see somebody's copying my mixtape again, I know when I'm back. So I'm not back yet. You know, I've been doing this for two years. After I take a long layoff, I haven't seen nobody steal my content yet. So I'm not back yet to somebody steal my content. And I'm working on that. I look forward to people steal my comment, uh, content. That's like a compliment to me. So we're going to be working hard in the lab. Doing that. Till next time. Peace. Check this stuff out, man. Apple. Any other platforms you can get this. YouTube. Till next time, man. We'll holler at you.